test, test, test. Here we go. You're listening to The Ranked Podcast, where your hosts, Nick Norris, Aaron Patterson, and Justin Knight, are on the hunt for the most iconic year in sports history. Hello, and it's 1974. Richard Nixon has resigned from the presidency. The Miami Dolphins repeat as NFL champions. The hit sitcom Happy Days airs for the first time on ABC, and lava lamps are everywhere. And people decided their houses should have uh, shag carpeting for some reason. Aaron, Justin, what you, what, do you, what do you guys, when you hear the 70s, what do you think of? I think of this episode not being over fast enough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Great. Well, in the spirit of that, how about we jump right into inventions, Aaron? What do you have for us for inventions? Oh, God. You, why you, you got to catch me off guard like that, bro? Um, <laughs> I, You're the one that, that wanted to be done quick. You should have your stuff ready. I didn't know I was getting caught out first. This was not in the itinerary. I mm. um, didn't like this last week. Okay. Uh, Rubik's Cube. Uh, we already said that in the 80s, but that's just when it was sold, apparently. I don't know. Uh, the Intel 8008 microprocessor is designed. Uh, the first Tommy John surgery is performed. Um, the universal product code is scanned for the first time to sell a pack of Wrigley's chewing gum at a Marsh supermarket in Troy, Ohio. The first use of a barcode technology in American retailing. Um, the Heimlich maneuver was first... Uh, introduced whatever yeah uh and then liposuction maybe i don't know uh when you when i fact check that there's like 700 different people who claim to have invented liposuction dating all the way back from the 1600s to the 20s to the whatever so who knows but one person said that and then um post-it notes slash press and peel was actually invented in 74, because we also mentioned this in another episode. It was invented in 74, brought to the market in 77, but didn't sell until 1980, which is when we uh, mentioned it. Well, interesting. Very good. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, let's just jump right into the sports side of things now. Uh, If that's okay with you, Justin, you haven't even got to speak yet. How are you doing? Uh, I mean, Nobody cares. We'll get his turn. Let's go. Hey Aaron, uh, I want you to shut that pretty little mouth of yours, okay? I wish we, I could we understand should say, what you're saying. Well, we that's good. I'm glad you didn't hear that. We should say this is the first episode back since uh, Justin's wedding. So congratulations, uh, Justin, on your on your marriage. It's not my first episode back. What are you talking about? Did I already congratulate you on this? Yeah. <laughs> congratulations again. I'm I'm so excited for you. That's <laughs> oh really my god, I'm not. Who cares? What a loser. All right, let's let's get into the sports, though. Aaron, I hope you never oh. win another Rocket League game ever again. <laughs> I mean, I chance. won't in Platinum now, so. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's talk some, some sports. Let's start with January 1st. That seems like a good day in 1974 to start with. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Lee McPhail takes over as the AL president, succeeding Joe Cronin. On the same day, the Australian Open uh, men's tennis uh, American Jimmy Connor wins his only Australian title. And uh, the 60th Rose Bowl, Bowl, also this day, 
Number four, Ohio State, beats number seven, Southern Cal, 42-21. The Orange Bowl happened also. Uh, Penn State, number six, beats number 13, LSU, 16-9. And then uh, a couple weeks later, on January 13th, we have Super Bowl VIII at Rice Stadium. Uh, Miami Dolphins beat Minnesota Vikings, 24-7, to repeat as the NFL champions. And uh, January 25th, Roy Crook, uh, CEO of McDonald's by San Diego Padres baseball team for $12 million. Aaron, what you got for February? Uh, February 9th, the U.S. female figure skating champion was won by Dorothy Hammond. Hamill. I mean, uh, whatever. I can't read. Uh, um, February 13th, James, I don't want to say this. This is bad. No, it's not. It's not his real name. I don't know. It just this feels what he's Say I don't know him about that. James Coolpapa Bell. There you go. Is named <laughs> to baseball's Hall of Fame. February seventeenth, nice. the sixteenth Daytona Five Hundred. Uh, Richard Petty, first driver to win back-to-back titles at Daytona, his fifth. A great American race, whatever that means. We got we got two back-to-backs already this year. Uh. This is actually the year that Drake came out with his song back to back. Really? <laughs> it is. Wow. Indeed. I Didn't realize he was That's that old. Awesome. February 20th, Gordon Hat Howe comes out of retirement for $1 million from Houston. At- Ooh. Is that supposed to be Astros? No, what is that? No, arrows. it's Arrows. What is, arrows. What, is that? what is that? What is the Houston Arrows? What do they do? Uh, well, while Justin reads through March, I'll look it up. It's a hockey team. Ice hockey. Uh, Jeez. Never okay. even heard of uh, them. They, they were from 94 to 2013, so I guess before then they were for something even before that. Oh, 72 to 78, and then uh, 94 to 2013. What are the Oilers mm-hmm. now, or is it a completely different team? They change their name, or are they completely different? I think team? it might be completely different. I don't think they even have a hockey team in Houston. Yeah, this wasn't even. Oh, uh, this wasn't the, an, where are the Oilers? Oilers. This wasn't NHL. No. This was AHL, American Hockey League. Oh, whatever. That's probably why I haven't yeah. heard of them. Weren't, weren't, the or, through, uh, weren't the Oilers or whatever? Weren't they a football team? That's what the Tennessee Titans used to be. Yeah, but they're also a hockey team, are they not? I guess I don't know. This would yeah. make communicating uh, with you a lot know. easier if I could understand every word you're saying. All right, Justin, how about you read March for us, if you don't mind? All right, March 26th, uh, George Foreman. Uh, he has great grills. Uh, he's also a famous boxer. Uh, TKO's Ken Norton in two rounds for heavyweight boxing title in Caracas, Venezuela. Now, Venezuela used to be a great place, but it no longer is. Um, April 4th, Hank Aaron ties Babe Ruth's home run record by hitting his 714th in Cincinnati, facing Jack Billingham. Um, April 14th, you have the 38th U.S. Masters at Augusta National. Uh, Gary Player, who is a South African, he won his second of his three master titles, and he won by two strokes ahead of Dave Stockton and Tom Weiskopf. Um, April 24th, um, the NFL grants franchise to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have uh, two Super Bowl titles, one this past year. Um, April 25th, NFL moves goalposts and adopts sudden death playoffs. So no more ties. Very nice, very nice. Well, I'll pick up here in May. 
On May 4th, we had the 100th Kentucky Derby. Uh, wow. Puerto Rican jockey Angel Cordero Jr. wins aboard Canada. Canada. No, that's Canada, just like Gatorade. Canada. <laughs> For the first of three Derby victories. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Uh-huh. Uh, May 12th, on May 12th, we had the 28th NBA championship. The Boston Celtics beat Milwaukee four games to three. And on the 19th, uh, we had the Stanley Cup final. Uh, goaltender Bernie Parent and the Flyers shut out the Boston Bruins 1-0 to win the series 4-2, uh, become the first expansion team to win the Stanley Cup. June 4th, we had... Uh, the NFL grants the franchise to Seattle Seahawks. So right after the Bucks, we get the Seahawks. Nice. And then this coming up, this is the whole reason I wanted to talk about uh, June. I mean, I'm sorry, 1974. On June 4th, we had the legendary 10 Cent Beer Night. Had either mm. of you heard of 10 Cent Beer Night before this episode? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've seen uh, some stuff about so, it, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the 10-cent beer night. So, the Cleveland Indians were not a very hot name at the time. They were having a hard time getting anybody in the stadium. So they decided to uh, hold a promotion called 10-cent beer night at Municipal Stadium uh, during a game with the Texas Rangers. Fans could buy six beers at a time, no limit on the night, at Arlington Stadium in Texas. Early in the game, the Rangers had a 5-1 lead. Meanwhile... The intoxicated crowd continuously misbehaved. This included a woman running uh, onto the Indians' on-deck circle and flashing and trying to kiss the umpire, and a naked man running onto the field and sliding into second base as Grieve hit his (laughs) second home run of the game. Also, a father and son ran into the outfield and mooned the fans on the bleachers. No telling if the son had anything to drink that night. The (laughs) ugliness of the game took a turn for the worse when Leron Lee of Cleveland hit a line drive that hit Rangers pitcher Ferguson Jenkins in the stomach, causing him to fall to the ground. Fans in the upper deck of Municipal, Municipal Stadium chanted, hit him again, hit him again. Uh, as the game continued, the fans continued to cause problems, including throwing hot dogs and spinning at Texas's Mike Hargrove and firing fireworks at the <laughs> Texas dugouts. How the like heck did they else. get in the stadium with fireworks? <laughs> also, in the 70s, you can walk in with anything. Yeah. Also, they brought a lighter to do that? Well, they probably definitely had a lighter in the 70s. Oh, uh, everybody had a lighter then. Yeah. Uh, Hargrove was also almost hit by a gallon jug of Thunderbird. In the bottom of the ninth, Cleveland tied the game up at five. However, after nine innings of consuming amazing amounts of alcohol, the situation took a turn for the worse in the ninth inning. A fan tried to steal Rogers player uh, Jeff Burroughs' hat. In confronting the fan, Burroughs tripped and fell to the ground. Texas manager Billy Martin, believing that Burroughs was attacked, charged him to the field with his players right behind him, some wielding bats. But most of the, intoxic- <laughs> most of the intoxicated oh fans had knives, chains, and portions of the stadium seats that they had ripped off. Mm. Uh, Ken Ospermonte, the manager of the Indians, realizing that the that some of the Rangers players' lives were in danger, danger told his players to grab bats and help them out. Riders then began throwing folding chairs, one of which hit Cleveland reliever Tom Hilgendorf in the head. Hargrove was uh, involved in a fist fight with a fan and had to fight another when making his way back to the Rangers' dugout. Among those involved was Rusty Torres, who was on second base at the time of the riot and was the winning run. 
<laughs> so he didn't even make it to home. He would have been the winning one. Uh, Torres already had brawl experience, having been in the brawl during the Yankees-Senators game, which was the Senators' last in Washington. The bases were stolen, never returned, and riders pelted the players with cops, rocks, bottles, hot dogs, radio batteries, popcorn containers, and folding chairs. Uh, Joe Trey and Herb Score, who called the game on Indians Radio, noted the lack of police protection and a riot squad eventually showed up and ended the brawl. Umpire Nestor Chilak called the game a forfeit in favor of Texas, and Chilak himself had been cut in the head with a stadium seat and offered, also suffered a cut in his hand from a flying rock. <laughs> and that was the last time they did 10-cent beer night. That was the last time they ever had 10-cent beer night. That is a bargain and a half. Man, just imagine, just imagine beers being there and witnessing that. Yeah, you could buy six at the time. Take them to your seat, sit down, chug them, go buy six more. As many <laughs> as you wanted to that whole night. Oh, amazing. I don't think we'll ever see anything in our lives that exciting. Nope. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Well, uh, Aaron, June, would you like to pick back up in June? Hey, if, I would if you don't interrupt me again, okay? Sorry, I'm if still, you're going to interrupt me, then I'm, the... I'm not going to go to June, okay? I'm still reliving uh, 10 Cent Beer Night. My apologies. June 5th, as Reggie Jackson and Bill North engage in clubhouse fight in, at Detroit. Uh, June 10th, Mike Schmidt hits a ball off public address speaker on Astrodome roof. Uh, June 14th, the Angels' Nolan Ryan strikes out 19 Red Sox in 12 innings. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. July, am I still? I don't know. July 7th, FIFA World Cup final. Boy, these are words that mean something. And they mean something in a different language. But to me, they mean nothing. Um, (laughs) I think it's the Olympic. We're just going to go with the Germany striker scores 43rd minute winner as West Germany beats Netherlands 2 to 1. I about had a stroke just. (laughs) Uh, July 14th, Billy Martin is first AL manager ejected by umpire from two games in one day. That's funny. Pretty funny. I didn't even. I've, ne- I've never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can get so if you're ejected the first game in a double header, you can come back for the second. I guess I so. Guess so. Yeah. I don't feel like it was ever that way when I played. I feel like if you got tossed, you weren't allowed back. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, July twenty third, All Star MVP Steve Garvey of the LA Dodgers. Very nice. All right. Uh, August 11th, you had the PGA Championship at Tanglewood Park. Uh, Lee Trevino, he won his first of his two PGA Championships, and he beat Jack Nicholas by one stroke. Um, August 12th, you had Yankees uh, famous uh, baseball players Mickey Mantle and Whit- Whitty Ford. They became the first teammates inducted to the Hall of Fame on the same day. Uh, September 3rd, you had future Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame guard. Oscar Robertson, he retired. He leaves the NBA with 26,000 points, over 9,000 assists, and over 7,000 rebounds in 1,040 games. So he had a great career. He was, I think he's second all-time now in triple-doubles since Russell Westbrook has passed him. Um, September 7th, he had the U.S. US Open for women's tennis at Forest Hills. Billie Jean King won 
she wins her fourth and final U.S. singles title. And she beat, I guess, was it Yvonne Gulagong Kali? Oh my gosh, of Australia. <laughs> Jeez. Interesting name. Yeah, Gulagong. On Good October name. 2nd, future uh, Baseball Hall of Fame right fielder Hank Aaron hits his final home run as a member of the Atlanta Braves in a 13 to nothing drubbing of the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, on October 3rd, we had 39-year-old Frank Robinson becomes MLB's first African-American manager when he signs as player manager for Cleveland Indians. Agrees to a one-year contract at about 180000 Pretty good. October 3rd, future Baseball Hall of Fame guard Jerry West, Mr. Clutch, retires after 14 NBA seasons with the LA Lakers. West has over 25,000 career points, averaged 29.1 points per game in 153 playoff games. Very nice. Well, Nate, why don't you go ahead and uh, finish up October for me? Real quick. Oh, you, you got it. No, uh, no, go ahead. It, this is important. Uh, okay. Uh, October 17th, Oakland A's beat the LA Dodgers uh, four games to one in the 71st World Series. Uh, makes A's only team other than the Yanks to win the three straight series. October 18th, Chicago Bull Nate Thurmond becomes first in NBA to complete a quadruple double, 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocks. And October 30th, we had the Rumble in the Jungle. Muhammad Ali KOs George Foreman in the eighth round in Kennesaw Zaire, regains world heavyweight boxing title with famous rope-a-dope tactic. So a big fight. Everybody's heard of the Rumble in the Jungle. Uh, Justin, if you want to finish out the year for us. Okay, uh, November 24th, you had the 24th NASCAR Sprint Cup uh, title, and that was to Richard Petty. Uh, November 29th, 39th Iron Bowl, Alabama beats Auburn 17-13 in Birmingham. Uh, December 5th, you had the Birmingham Americans defeat the Florida Blazers 22-21 in the WFL's World Bowl. Uh, congratulations to the Americans. Uh, December 22nd, you had Phil Esposito, uh, became the sixth NHLer to score 500 goals. I guess he played the upper Boston Bruins. And then December 27th, the 40th Heisman Trophy Award was given to Archie Griffin of Ohio State. Very nice. So there's some big things in this year. We had, let's just run back through them here. We had the Miami Dolphins winning back-to-back. We had Richard Petty winning back-to-back titles in Daytona. Uh, George Foreman knocking out Ken Norton, the heavyweight boxing title. Uh, we had Hank Aaron tying Babe Ruth. Uh, we had Buck, the Bucks and the Seahawks both being granted uh, as franchises. The 100th Kentucky Derby. Uh, we had 10 cent beer night. Uh, we had the FIFA World Cup, uh, West Germany over the Netherlands. Yeah, I mean, just think too, you have. I mean, it was half the country won the World Cup <laughs> during that yeah. time since it's only West Germany and you still have the Berlin Wall up. Pretty amazing to think yeah. only half the country won a World Cup. Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that's insane. Uh, we also had uh, the Oakland A's beating the L.A. Dodgers for the third straight series. We had the Rumble in the Jungle. Then we had Richard Petty winning the Sprint Cup. And, uh, and Archie Griffin winning the Heisman. So that's a huge... That's a huge year, really. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, uh, do you have any interesting stats or records for us? Uh, kind of. Did you know okay. that 
Hank Aaron actually broke two records. No. This year. The other. This year, 2021. This year, he did. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> he, he, never mind, I can't say that. Okay. Um, no, I'm talking about 1974. Uh, and uh, it is... The highest confirmed volume of mail received by any private citizen. <laughs> really? Is so volume, does this mean? 900,000 letters by the baseball. Wow, my thing is messed up. By baseball player Hank Aaron reported by the U.S. Postal Department in June 1974, about one-third of the letters were hate in... I'm going to guess that's regard, that's not spelled right, Mm -hmm. by his bettering of Babe Ruth's career record of home runs. Wow. So people didn't want him to beat the record, I guess. Apparently not. Uh, And that is the only record I have, because when you type in record and 74 in the same thing, all you see is Hank Aaron. So... That's, yeah. And I, was, I wasn't about to dig any deeper because I went like three well, pages deep. But well, I love that record. That's probably I my favorite also, record you've as, done so As far. bad as I want um, this episode to end, I have a couple more things that I thought were oh, interesting. Yeah, please. Uh, we're going to start off light <laughs> with apparently this year was the first woman president in the world. Um, oh, nice. Uh, I don't know. I you know, I had her name down, and then now I don't. So I don't know. I believe it was in Argentina, and I believe it's only because of her husband dying. And mm. I believe the actual first woman elected was in 1980 to Iceland. So uh, there's that. Um, apparently in 1974, there's a strict 55-mile-an-hour speed limit imposed to prevent gas usage U.S.-wide. I don't know how true that is. but that's Wow. What I thought well, you... that was uh, pretty important because that sounds awful. And also, yeah, that'd it, be a nightmare. Well, you know, like you, that was they just have... something because they were doing like to it, to be green in a sense, or is it because of the economy and they couldn't get enough gas? Well, and all that. Yeah, they had the gas crisis going on around this time because well, I think I what know. year are we doing again? What year was this? Seventy four. Yeah, so I guess that's close to because I, I know there's a gas crisis around in the seventies, especially when uh, Carter was president. And then. Yeah. We're slowly building up to get a little more uh, interesting. Have you heard of the <laughs> the Kuntania War? I don't know how you say that. <laughs> uh, the Kuntania? Whatever. That's what I'm going with. Kuntania, native tribe in Idaho, declares war on the United States. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on September 20th, the 67 members of the Native American <laughs> tribe, headed by Amy Trice, declares war on the United States government as a final effort to gain attention to the tribe's loss of land and sub... sub, sub whatever so it was, it was um, led by Amy Trice, who sounds like a normal American? Yeah, I, th- I thought about that too. <clears throat> but here's the thing. The war was peaceful, so it does, makes it a lot less funny. Until you get to the bottom. And mainly involved charging tolls to, to pass through tribal lands. Oh my Bonner's gosh. Ferry, Idaho along US 95. They also distributed information to those passing through detail, detailing the problems of the tribe. The war gained a lot of publicity for the tribe and the US government gave the tribe 12.5 acres of land to end the war. Oh, <laughs> that's not cool. 
12.5. That's ridiculous. But that's not all. I mean, that is for that story. But I have one more that I, I found in my researches. And I also don't know how to say this word. Shocker. Um, gombe, maybe? Uh, that's what I'm going with. Gom, yeah, gom, no, gombi. That's what I'm going with. The Gombi Chimpanzee War. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the no, Gombe Chimpanzee War was a violent conflict between two communities of chimpanzees in Gombe <laughs> Stream National Park in Tanzania, lasting mm. from 1974 to 1978. Oh the two gosh. groups were once unified in the, another word I can't say, Kasakela community. By 1974, researcher John Goodall noticed the community splintering. Over a span of eight months, a large party of chimpanzees separated themselves into the southern area of whatever and were named the Kahama community. The separatists consisted of six adult males, three adult females, and their young. The other community they were split from was left with eight adult males, 12 adult females, and their young. During the four-year conflict, all males of the ones who split off were killed, effectively disbanding the community. Anyways, it goes on. There was something else interesting. Uh, apparently, this is a common thing. Chimpanzees have wars. And I just thought that wow. was awesome. And it just keeps yeah, going. Yeah. It lasted for four years. See, oh I want to know, war. what is it that causes them to split up? Like, they're just like, you know what? I'm not going to be part of this group anymore. We're going to split and go our separate ways. That's What's even more amazing is it goes into more deep detail. Like, first blood was drawn by. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it just keeps going. The fact that That's someone was funny. tracking all of this too. He's like, have y'all ever heard of this or anything like no. it? No, never no, have. I've not. Oh, that's what that, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't finish reading. Cause I knew I was reading for a reason, but it got boring. During the four-year conflict, all males of the Kahama community were killed, effectively disbanding the community. The victorious Kasakela then expanded into further territories, but were later repelled by another community of chimpanzees. <laughs> just, just a giant war, apparently. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. That's all. That's all my unique stories. That's great. Hey, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, Justin, do you have any interesting birthdays or deaths for this year? All right, birthdays. So you had Ray Mysterio Jr., famous wrestler. Ooh, he was born. Yeah. Um, Derek Cheater, of course, famous shortstop for the Yankees, was born. Uh, skateboarder Rob Deerdeck. 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 Uh, Rob Deerdeck. Yeah. Who's also the host of Ridiculousness. Uh, he yep. was born. And then uh, Steve Nash, famous basketball player for the Suns and played for the Lakers a little bit. He was born. And then deaths, you had Canadian hockey player Tim Horton, who was the co-founder of Tim Horton's American golfer, Denny Shoot. <laughs> okay, that's supposed to be... Yeah, so I think those are two sentences. So Canadian hockey player Tim Horton. <laughs> I, was Tim like, I was like, I was like, what am I reading? He was the founder American of Denny Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he was oh, the sorry. co-founder of, of American golfer <laughs> Denny Shoot. I'm sorry, uh, Denny. Rest in peace, but I'm sorry about yeah. that. Okay, well, very good. Well, let me close out this episode. Well, well, we'll close this I'm, out with I'm my still, weird story of the year. I'm still on this uh, Wikipedia page, and it has, like, the Gombe ch- chimpanzee, chimpanzee War, and then it has belligerents, and then it has commanders and leaders, Hugh oh and Charlie, gosh. and then it has Humphrey. 
And it says strength, 10 to 20. Casualties and losses, 10, champi- 10 chimpanzees <laughs> on this side and one on this side. It's just listing, like, the freaking leaders in the war and everything. This is crazy. That's amazing. We need to do a whole episode. Let's, let's just change this entire podcast to uh, chimpanzee war of every yeah. year. Well, this one lasted way. freaking four years. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do our weird stories of the year. If you don't, if you don't mind, this year I've got three short ones I'd like to do. Usually, like it's hard to find one, but uh, this was a weird year apparently. Uh, if you don't mind, we'll start with July 1974. Man dies at his own funeral. Oh. Uh, Vin- Venezuelan fisherman Ra- uh, Ramon Rivera Rodriguez. Woke up, looked around himself, pulled some cotton swabs out of his nose, then realized he was in a, co- a coffin at his own funeral, and promptly had a heart attack and died. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. uh, this comes from October 1974, just a few months after. Uh, this person was almost struck by a poop bomb. As Irma Swan, age 61, sat in the living room of her uh, Lansing, Michigan apartment, a massive chunk of ice suddenly crashed through her roof, missing her by about six feet. Police mm. later determined that the ice was frozen toilet waste that had fallen from an airplane. Oh, jeez. That's yeah. terrifying. And then uh, a couple months after that, in December, we had uh, Marty the Marijuana Mouse. <laughs> uh, a mouse made a home for himself in a box of marijuana stored in the evidence room of the San Jose, California Police Station. Police tried to lure him out with bacon, peanut butter, cheese, and a female mouse called Maida Harry, but all failed. Finally, a trap baited with marijuana seeds did the trick, and so it became known as Marty the Marijuana Mouse. Instead of killing him, he was sent to UCLA to aid in studies of marijuana. Then he was returned to San Jose, where he became a police mascot. When he died in November 1975, the nation mourned. Well, that's right. Dang good, well, that that's actually what Ratatouille ended up. You know, <laughs> he, he lost everything and he just turned Certainly. to the gateway drug, and he ended up in uh, in a evidence room. Some people call this a gateway podcast and do more podcasts. You know that? Uh, I mean, maybe I would think it's more of a just a turn off podcast where you listen to <laughs> yeah, it and you're like, shh. Probably not gonna. Yeah. Well, maybe the podcast thing isn't for me, you know. <laughs> but um, well, let's in another year, sense, Adam... it definitely is a gateway because they'll listen to this and immediately go to something else. So could go <laughs> that is also true. That is very true. Well, let's rate this year uh, in terms of we use we we'll do our regular scale one to one hundred, uh, and I'm gonna find here we go. So so far, 2016 is our leader at 91. Coming behind it, 1980 with 90. Uh, behind that, 1991 with 72. Then 2003 with 63. And 1927 with a 42. So what do we want to give 1974? I think it's the most fun year we've done. It's most. In, it's, most it's the weirdest. Um, 89. Is it the most iconic? 89, bro. What? Yeah. It's pretty strong. Uh, I was gonna say like uh, eighty. Nah. What do you think, Aaron? I was gonna say like a sixty. Make sure you uh, have your calculator. Sixty. Ready. 
You gave we gave 2003 a 63. It wasn't nearly as interesting as this year. Yeah. What else happened this year? I don't remember. I don't <laughs> listen to the show. I just I mean, just you ten, I'm supposed you, to, bro. Yeah, ten cent beer yeah. night. Look, I'll go with yeah, a seventy. Yeah, ten cent beer night. We had the back to back Miami Dolphins. We had the the back to back to back. You had Hank A's. Aaron tying the record and breaking yeah, it too, Aaron. right? Okay, you're gonna get me up to a seventy two, but I'm not going anymore because it's definitely not an eighty nine. So I have to balance him out. Derek Cheer okay, was so. born. Steve Nash was born. I don't yeah. care. That's a big stuff. The Rumble in the Jungle? Yeah, Rumble in the Jungle. All right, I'm at a 72. Right. You got me. Okay, 72, 80, and 89. What does that equal out to, Justin? Okay, I'm looking. Well, it's a 70, 80, and 90, so it's an 80. Uh, 80. 80.3. 83? 80.3, 80. 80. 80. 80. 80. so 80. Yeah, so it's oh, 80. 80. Okay, I'm just going to say 80. I, I, right. I don't so like how you're trusting... Sense. Justin's math over mine. I really don't appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I said 80.3, well, which was the exact number. So, I mean. That makes this the third highest ranked year then. So, great. Yeah, I think I agree with that so far. Yeah, this is not. But uh, I think it should be a little higher. Yeah. Nah. Okay. Well, uh, let's come back next week for the most boring year in sports history. If we get to a one, it'll be this year because we're going to do 1944, the year everything was canceled because of World War II. But uh, if you have a year that you'd like us to check out, you can reach us on email at uh, <laughs> rank, ranksportspod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at ranksportspod and on Facebook. Leave a review if you don't mind. If it's nice, if it's not, maybe don't leave it. And uh, thanks for listening. Reach us on email. Adios. <laughs> yeah, bye now. <laughs> Test, test, test. Here we go. You've been listening to Ranked, the most iconic year in sports history. Please remember to like and subscribe.